Welcome in to the TGI Friday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, we made it through the week, but boy, we have a big weekend ahead, and we have a couple of pretty major aspects in the sky today as well. Thanks so much for stopping by and listening. One has already happened quite a while back, uh, in fact, about as close into the new day as you could get on the east coast of the United States. 1.02 a.m., the sun opposed Jupiter officially. It's been hanging in that opposition all week, pretty much energetically been with us since the beginning of the week. The other aspect is this evening at 6.05 p.m. Eastern, Venus opposes Neptune. Let's get all of these down because there are a couple more tomorrow that will round us out for the discussion today. Saturn goes direct 3 o'clock tomorrow morning Eastern Time. So we are also baking in that energy. Then, about 20 minutes later, the moon enters Leo. And then, at about high noon tomorrow, Mercury opposes Uranus. So, boom, boom, boom. We have three oppositions, two of them in the Scorpio-Taurus axis. That's the one that's been basically triggering everything we've been experiencing this past month. And then Saturn just cooking right there, getting ready to go direct. How many of you raise your hands if you have been sleeping more than usual? (laughs) I know. I have too. I've been trying to think you should not be sleeping this much. And in context of what else has happened this past month, I'm wondering what we're going to know on Sunday and Monday that we don't know now after really the rubber band between Scorpio and Taurus on opposite sides of the chart, the Sun to Jupiter, Mercury to Uranus, just like a big rubber band, pull the tension across there. And right in between the Sun and Mercury is Mars, sitting right on a midpoint. I was catching up on some YouTube comments yesterday, and there was one in there about just going into a meditation and then rolling with the energies. I was like, yes, surfing the energies. Perfect. Right. Exactly. That's what we talk about on here. But one of the reasons why I don't specify certain things attached to certain aspects, especially in a daily transit chart, I mean, and you know what I'm talking about. You'll hear like Twitter posts or podcasts that say, well, Mars is at a midpoint in between Mercury and the Sun, so you could experience some deep conflicting emotions around thoughts or patterns or something that happened in the past that was a deep wound in your soul. It sounds so definitive. And with transit charts, we are surfing the energy. And the big problem with those kinds of statements about this or that is going to happen because this or that is an aspect is because it's not factoring in where you are on your timeline. You have two people. One says, man, I am living my highest timeline. Ups and downs, yes, but I am reaching for my goals. I know that is a drumbeat that I am following, and everything I do filters through that. I am living my highest timeline, yes. And then you have somebody that says, boy, I'm trying to live my highest timeline, but I just have so much stuff going on in my world. I've had two people contact me this week saying that they had to basically leave situations very quickly because they were threatened. That person is not at the moment thinking about their highest timeline. Those two people may experience the same aspect completely different. And this is where you also go back. I, the reason I love working with Ray Merriman and his work is because he looks at the historic cycles 
cycles that are triggered often by astrological alignments. So that's a much broader view of what might more likely be to happen, at least in the mundane, in the collective. But if you go back, I went back and looked at the Hamas attack chart of October 7th. And other than Mars and the South Node basically two degrees apart, there wasn't anything about that chart that just jumped off the page. This chart has a lot more booby traps and triggers in it. Okay, so Saturn is getting ready to go direct. That's probably the biggest, heaviest energy in the chart right now. So we've been sleeping more lately. Probably been dreaming more, too. It is zero degrees Pisces, after all. Venus, opposite Neptune. Have you been feeling like the connection to the home office might have some static in it? That's Venus in Virgo. And it's opposite the connection to our home office planet, Neptune. Could have a big effect on relationships as well. And another one that will happen late tonight, almost midnight Eastern, is the moon is opposite Pluto. So see all these oppositions, big oppositions in the chart today. So what's the game plan? Well, here's what I'm going to do. No unnecessary outbound communication. Mercury's in an opposition with Uranus. Something could be said that might be interpreted wrong. Or with Mars there, it could be interpreted angrily. So if it can wait, just let it wait. I'm going to work on the projects that I have in the oven. I'm going to continue working on the audiobooks because that is a solo thing, so pretty safe inside this little box. And then working on this website for this new launch that I'm so excited about of High Timeline Publishing. So we'll keep that moving forward because Saturn turning direct is perfect for that energy. And I'm getting pretty close to being ready to launch it. So it will be on, we'll let Saturn get direct a few days and then we'll be there. You're going to love it. It's going to be a great resource for you when you want to pick up a high timeline book or audiobook. Third thing I'm going to do is visualize the world the way that I would love to see it. And I'll spend some time creating what that looks like. But it will be something about a global awakening in consciousness. I spent 50 years, basically, asleep. The last 14 have been amazing. That's what I want for the world. Really, it's pretty simple. It's a world that can tune in and experience a connection with that piece of themselves that is missing in so many people. That is the connection to the divine. And that connection leads and guides. And then you have so much fun experiencing that guidance. And in that world, there are no wars. There's no crime. No locks on the doors. There's sharing and exchange. Oh, here, you need something? I can help. I can do that for you. Or you raise your hand and say, hey, I need a ride to the Asheville airport. It's an hour away. And five people say, I can do that. I'll take you. No, I'm not going anywhere. Believe me, if I did, it would be in the van. But it's uh, an example that comes up quite a bit around here where it's kind of hard to get to the airport. There's no Uber around here. But you get what I'm saying. A world of 8 billion people living a high consciousness existence would probably be more than we could handle. The energy would be phenomenal. In fact, that's a good way to just sit in that energy for a minute. Think of 8 billion high-vibe, highest timeline, on-fire consciousness, guided by their higher selves people. This planet would be incredible. We'd all probably live forever, too. Have a wonderful weekend if I don't talk to you before, but I will see you back tomorrow for Merriman and then level up on Sunday night. And back here again on Monday. And you know what I'm going to say next. Oh, you know already. 
I love you.